Welcome to Backyard Broadway. I'm Andrew. I'm fucking cold. <laughs> no, guys, that's Abby. I'm so cold. <laughs> and we are without Kat again. She's at home doing homework, and she's not feeling great, so she did not want to come out and sit in the cold while we recorded tonight's episode. Why are we doing this? Because we're the ones who decided to have a podcast that we record outside. I know. That was such a mistake. <laughs> I'm regretting my life choices right now. If we would have stuck with it through the summer and the fall and recorded every time we said we were going to record, we could have like 15 on the back burner and could not say, be recording. I could say, fuck this. We take the winners off. <laughs> That's what we'll make plans for as we go through 2020. Yes, please, because I like the yes. ability to feel my toes. <laughs> so tonight we are talking about, or today or this morning, whatever time you're listening to this, we're talking about shows that have recently closed, shows that are closing soon. Shows that have recently opened, shows that will be opening soon, the 2021 season. Yes. That's 2020-2021 season. Yes. Shows that are in development. Yes. Upcoming movie musicals. Ooh! Movie musicals that are in development. And then there are a few more things we're going to talk about there at the end. Oh. Okay, so are we also going to talk about the movie musicals that will never come to be? Yep. Okay. Yes. I got a finger at the face, guys. Got a finger at the face. You can guess so, which one. I'm, <laughs> I'm drinking my wine. I got a cigarette. It's all good because, you know, I had... Is real, it all good? I had real life adult conversation before I came over here, so now I need to do the fun thing. The fun thing. The fun thing. I've never been called the fun thing before. Uh, not to your face. No, not to my face. <laughs> Usually afterwards. That is really good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so let's start with recently closed shows. Yes. First, we have the revival of Oklahoma. Which opened in April of last year and just closed this past Sunday. Which is not, I mean, it's not the best. It's not the best. And I don't know if it was ever really an open-ended run or if it was kind of one of those things where it's like, we'll keep going, we're doing good. We'll keep going, we're doing good. No, we're starting to slow down. Let's figure out a date. I don't remember when they announced their closing date. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's not super surprising to me because they took it so far out of the box. Yeah. That... It could. I mean, it got great reviews. Oh, yeah. it, it it played very very well. And it won the Tonys. Yes, and it did. Stuff. But I think for something like that, shorter runs are better because it leaves a good impression in your mind. Yeah. You know, they they didn't drag it on and on and on to where people are so over it or they start you know losing that edge. So yeah, and I mean, I I just asked Kat the other day. I was like, did Oklahoma close? Because I hadn't heard anything about it in forever. So I'm wondering if they maybe, like, announced the closing date either when they opened or during the summer. Yeah, I don't know. And I just don't remember it or what. I have no idea. Um, Freestyle Love Supreme. Yes, what is this, Andrew? <laughs> um, from my understanding, because I never really looked it up, um, it was Lin-Manuel Miranda's creation, and it was basically freestyle rap battles on stage. That sounds like fun. I know, right? So it opened in October. It was only a limited run. Uh huh. But it did, I think, extended at least once. And well, it yeah, because it went from October. The yeah. yeah. And then waitress. waitress. Waitress after a. I have my sad face on. I know, after almost a four year run. Which is pretty good. Which is pretty good. Uh, opened in April of 2016 and just closed on January 5th. Um, which we've got a couple of, of, of musical dead. Death Days on here. Yeah. Where three shows closed. Um, also closed on January 5th was Tootsie, which opened this past April. Did Kat cry? I cried more than she did. Did you really? Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to see, and I know it's going out on a national tour, and it's going to London, and it's going to Japan. Yeah. 
and all that, and I'm going to get the chance to see it, but I'm not going to get to see Santino Fontana. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a reimagining, not a reimagining, I think they rewrote the book of A Christmas Carol. Um, the script, basically. Um, a new script, is what I'm saying. Not, like, rewrote the whole thing, I'm but try- created I'm try- a new script for it. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out how they did that without going all Hallmark on us, because that's... How many Hallmark movies are based on The Christmas Carol? What I'm saying is there's there's A Christmas Carol adapted by so-and-so, adapted by so-and-so. Yeah. This was a new adapted by so-and-so. Okay. Okay. And from what I understand, it was a little bit darker oh. than we have seen before. Okay. Um, so it opened in November, and it was only a limited run um, yeah. for the holidays and closed on January 5th as well. It was a straight show. It wasn't a musical. Yeah. Then we have Beautiful, the Carol King story, which had a five, almost, yeah, five-year run, five-and-a-half-year run, um, opened in January of 14. 14 and closed in October. We're going all the way back to August with closings, even though we've mentioned them on here. Yeah. But... A lot of them died in August, guys. Yeah, a lot of them died in August. We, we've got three of them, King Kong, The Share Show, and Pretty Woman all closed on August 18th of 2019. Which, I mean, the Pretty Woman one was like... But it ran a year. Which is surprising to me. No, it was it was selling out. Which for one was it that we were like we Oh, Head Over Heels, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Head Over Heels. We weren't surprised at that. No, one. not at all. Pretty woman, yeah, it it lost momentum marketing wise, but it was still selling out because people were going for that nostalgia. Yeah. And it's getting ready to open in London. I know it's going out on a national tour. Yeah. I've heard it's good. Okay. If you're a fan of the movie. Yeah. Um so it opened August of 2018. Yeah. King Kong opened in November of last year, and the Share Show opened of December of last year. Cat's here. Oh my god! Cat just pulled in. So we're gonna pause for just a moment. We'll be right back. Alright, we're back. I know it's gonna pick up exactly where we left off, but. Because <laughs> we're Time Lords. Because we're Time Lords. We are Time Lords. Cat is here now. Hello. She may or may not contribute a little bit. Um, but we were talking, we just finished talking about King Kong, Share Show, and Pretty Woman all closing on August 18th, yes. which leaves yep. the last two recent closings, The Prom and Be More Chill, uh, that closed on August 11th. Be More Chill is not that surprising. No, it wasn't, because it, it opened, was and it was like... the weirdest premise. Yeah. Well, not the weirdest. There are some other very strange ones out there, but it was very out there. Yeah, but it opened, and it was like, It oh, should have hey. been a Disney movie. Yeah. Like a Disney Channel original. It opened and it was like, oh, hey, this did so well off Broadway. Now it's going to be on Broadway. It's going to be the best show of the season. It's gonna False. Win, it's going to win all sorts of Tony Awards. No, like within two months. Like, I don't even think it got to the Tony Awards and we stopped hearing about it. Yeah. So. It took me like a while to like, because we did it where we were going to kind of talk about the shows and I was trying to look stuff up about it and it was really hard for me to find stuff, like a good synopsis about it. Yeah. Because it was so Fucking strange. Be more, Be more chill. chill. Sorry, I, I was zoning. The, okay. the one about the high schooler that like gets possessed or has like. Oh, so it's a little gray pill. Oh yeah, and yeah, and he takes and, it and yeah. he's like cool now and it like tries to take over yeah. the the world. I don't know. It was fucking weird. Yeah. So that takes us away from all the recently closed shows. This isn't including all the straight shows and things that have closed. There have been plenty of those. But yes. we are mostly a musical theater podcast. We will talk about straight shows sometimes, and we do have some listed in the coming soon. But 
one that is closing soon that we have talked about, mm-hmm. we won't get too into it, is Beetlejuice closing June 5th. Okay. He's still not over it. I'm still not over it. Still not over it. I'm like, not over it! No, I'm not going to get to New York before then, so I'm planning a trip to Chicago to see something. <laughs> I mean, but if it closes, I mean, technically it could. Regardless. Hopefully it'll be on tour soon. Oh, yeah. So, that would be nice. That would be, that would really be great. Nice. It could come close. Hopefully, another theater is like, screw you, Winter Garden. We're going to take it. Because, you know, we've talked about it. They're forced out. Because. Yep. Where are you going? I oh, okay. My boss is Sorry. calling and I'm, go fuck, I stepped on something. <laughs> don't, don't go too fast, please. I'm, please. Um, There's a door. So, yeah, the the theater enacted the stop clause in their contract because at the time they weren't making what they should have been making that the theater thought. That and Music Man with Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster was looking for a home. Yes. And the Winter Garden was like, ooh, come to us. Which we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. So that's the only thing that is announced a closing musical-wise anytime soon. There are a couple that I'm worried about. Did you cry about the prom? When it announced that it was closing? I did a little bit, because yeah. it seemed like it was doing so Netflix, well. Netflix, we're still waiting! It's, it's, we're going to talk about that. God. We're going to get there. Um, so, I think that there might be two of them on our recently open list that we'll be announcing. Closing soon? Closing soon. I don't know if it'll be before Tony nominations, or if it'll be after Tony nominations, or the Tony Awards itself. Okay. But there are three recently open musicals. Um... In order that they opened, our Moulin Rouge opened back in July. Tina, the Tina Turner musical, opened in November. Why did you write these in, like, backwards order if you were going to do it chronologically? I don't know. <laughs> and Jagged Little Pill opened in December. Yes. Jagged Little Pill and Moulin Rouge are the two that I think are going to go. because well, I Jagged just... Little Pill is a very intense show emotionally. From what I've but, seen. But it's on the same level as Next to Normal, which did really, really well. Yeah. But Moulin Rouge people are going to go see for that nostalgia. But it's it's going along the same lines as Be More Chill right now. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't it. either. But, but what I was going to say was, but that nostalgia will wear off. And the yes. changes that they made to it, which were good. I have no issues with yeah. it. But that's, people are, go to see the movie on stage. And oh, it's. Yeah. It is, but it's not at yeah. the same time, and so some people are turned off by that. Yeah. And Tina, the Tina Turner musical, I just saw... Rolling! Rolling! <laughs> just saw where it is doing phenomenally. Phenomenally. Which is not surprising. There are a lot of Tina Turner fans out there. And Adrian Warren, yes. who is playing Tina Turner, is amazing. Yeah. So I don't, I don't foresee that one closing anytime soon, but it could be... Along the same lines as Jagged Little Pill and Moulin Rouge, where it waits for Tony nominations. If it gets anything, it'll stay open through the awards. Yeah. If it doesn't get anything, it'll announce a closing. Yeah. So, that brings us to Coming Soon. And coming these, Soon to these, a theater not near you. <laughs> and right now, these are all shows that are opening in this season that will be eligible for Tony Awards. Yep. So, first we have... West Side, West Side Story. Story. Which is already in previews, but it doesn't open until February. Mm-hmm. Long preview process. That is a very long preview process. Which I'm process. curious about. Well, are they going to kind of go the same way as, um, like, Oklahoma did and kind of, like... They've revamped the book. Yeah. They've taken out two songs, I believe. 
Are they two of your favorites? I don't remember which two they are. Let's revisit Little Mermaid for a second. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember which songs were cut and what has been added, but... Did they cut down the intro music? I don't know. I hope so. Because <laughs> that's a really... And I understand you've it's got a, dancing during that. It's a really long but opening. But it's a really long opening. And it's just like, uh, okay, it's... St- oh, it's yeah. still... Oh, it's still going. Okay, it's still... Is it still going? Oh, yeah. yeah. Nope, yep, there. Nope, but it's, it's, it's coming to the Broadway theater. Took King Kong's place. Not bitter. Not bitter. Um, it was in the news recently because one of their actors injured himself. And somebody else had to take over, which means Sorry, somebody else had to take over his I role. How did they injure themselves? Uh, it was a leg injury of some sort. Doing what? Probably a dance. I would hope so. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Do you know who's in it? And I don't remember who he's playing. No. Ben Cook, really high voice from Newsies, filmed live. <laughs> I don't remember who he's playing, but he is in it. He's in it. Oh, I hope your balls have dropped. And this, and I have synopsises of some of the ones we don't know anything about. Okay. Um, the next one is Girl from the North Country, opens Ooh. in March at the Belasco. Is it, and this is a musical? Or it is a musical. Okay. So let me read this your, synopsis for you. Your notes. 1934, a time-weathered guest house in the heartland of America. Only a song can shake off the dust for one group of wayward souls, and old dreams may hold the promise of new beginnings. As they pass in and out of each other's lives, their stories awaken with passion, fury, and extraordinary beauty. So it's kind of like, uh, like, oh, I'm blanking. Um, it's like that Carrie Underwood song meets. Well, let's let's talk else. about the music. It's all set to Bob Dylan music. What? Yeah. <laughs> Last time Bob Dylan music was on Broadway was Twyla Tharp's "Times They Are Changing" or something like that. It did last. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the last time I talked about jukebox musicals with anybody, I didn't even mention that one because I didn't even realize it made it to Broadway. <laughs> but this one has had some regional productions and some okay. overseas productions and has done really well. And there's actually a London cast recording oh, okay. that I listened to today. Uh-huh. And the music's really good and the way that it is portrayed in the cast album is really pretty. Okay. It's really Watch pretty music. She's going to go all the way around. Good. Um, Are there still lights on these Yes. So, I am... No, maybe not. This one is kind of on my list to see. Okay. Because I'm like, I wonder how they're going to do this with the music of... um, What did I say? Bob Dylan. Oh, it's like Breaking Star meets that Carrie Underwood song. Bright Star? Yeah, that one. Bright Star meets the... The Carrie Underwood blown away. Yeah. Not um, enough rain in Oklahoma. <laughs> Sorry. So that opens in March at the Belasco. Um, oh my God, that's an idea. Do a musical based on Carrie Underwood songs. Oh God, don't no. give them ideas. I don't mean, they already did the I- fucking Britney Spears. We'll musical. get there. <laughs> See, she Carrie Underwood actually has some good music, especially her later music. Oh, yeah, I'm still waiting for somebody is writing. I don't know. I loved musical. her first CD. I really did. Somebody is is writing a musical, and the entire song collection in the musical is country songs. Oh, that's going to be fabulous. Okay, here's my question. When are they going to get on? Is my tractor sexy going to be in there? I don't know. I know Redneck Woman is. Oh! (laughs) When are they going to get on uh, an entire musical with... Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks songs. Uh, we like, know, we know that's what that one. Just saying, like I would die a happy person if you didn't fuck it up. So the one we're talking uh, about is called "Girl music. from the North Country," and Ooh. it's all it's set to all the music of Bob Dylan. Uh. So 
Um, next to open is Six, also in March with the Brook- Brooks Atkinson. It's taking the place of Waitress. I know. I'm pouting. So if you don't know Six. <laughs> I almost said something really bad. If you don't know Six. What did you almost say? I can't say it on this podcast. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later, I swear. So if, if you're I not promise. familiar with Six, you should be because it's been all over social media. It's been all over the internet. Not just for theater people. It's been everywhere. everywhere. So the little, little short synopsis I have for this one. Um, divorced, beheaded, died. Divorced, beheaded, survived. A modern retelling of the lives of the six wives of Henry VIII presented as a pop concert. Interesting. So the original London production was only about an hour long. Okay. I don't know how that will fare in New York. Okay. Because if I'm paying $160 to see a Broadway show. Which makes me want to shat my pants, by the way. (laughs) That's obscene. If if I'm paying $160 to see a Broadway show, I want... A full Broadway show. I don't want an hour-long concert. Our tech guy is Thank is helping Kat. She's not feeling so and, great. Uh, so for about twenty minutes, what if you like stand up and all okay. see okay. if you're feeling as bad or um, I have listened to the London album of Six. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm, it, it's a cast album. It's a live recorded mm-hmm. cast album. I think. Um, and it's good, like, uh-huh. and it's one that you can hear the story in. Yay! I know that there is some dialogue in between songs, mm-hmm. um, but it's the opening number itself. If if you don't do anything else after listening to this podcast, listen to the opening number from Six, because you'll get the entire story of the musical in that opening number, and then you'll be like, I want to listen to more. <laughs> so then we have company opening. Yes. Let's talk about company. Let's talk about company. Opening in March at the Bernard Jacobs. Okay. Company is a revival of Stephen Sondheim's uh, company. Yes. And <laughs> it has really? been shut the fuck up. <laughs> it has. Still be sarcastic. It has been completely. Doesn't take that much energy. Completely nope. reimagined. Bobby is now a girl. Sweet. Okay. Um, the characters of Amy and Paul are now a gay couple. Okay. Um, Joanne is still a woman and played by Patty Lapone. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I creamed my knickers. Katrina Link is playing Bobby. What? Yes. Bobby. Um, Bobby, Bobby, baby, Bobby. Oki from Waitress. Christopher yeah. Fitzgerald is so in funny. it. So funny. He's so funny. He is in it. Um, He's hilarious. I don't remember who all, who all is in it, but yeah. It's got a really good cast. And I've listened to the London cast album. It won all sorts of oh, yeah. Olivier yeah, awards. Yeah, yeah. It's good. The changes they've made are good. Yeah, especially and I just for hope, today. Yeah, I just hope yeah. New York audiences embrace that. That's yeah. what I'm concerned about is that New York audiences are going to be like, oh, I can't get behind this. Where's Elaine Stritch? Patty Lapone is better than Elaine Stritch, bitches. Okay. Whoa, dude. Put your vagina away. Let's move on. Oh, my God. She just went there. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> So the next opening... Diana. Diana. Princess no. Diana. Aww. I'm not over it! I'm still <laughs> not over it! Don't taint her memory. An electrifying new musical about a woman... Ooh, electrifying. About a woman who chose to be fearless and, as a result, became timeless. So it opened... Okay, that's kind of like... I like that. It yeah. opened at La Jolla. Electrifying's a little much, yeah. but I like, I like it. It opened at La Jolla a couple months ago. To mixed and negative reviews. Uh-oh. So, hoping they've made some changes for Broadway. Why, why did it get such negative reviews? Um, I think 
I know one of them that I read was they were upset that they were telling that story in musical format. That's basically what this review was. I'm sorry. That (laughs) seems like a bullshit reason to hate it. I'm sorry. Everyone's entitled to their opinions, but I just don't understand that. And I think for New York audiences, it's going to be one of those things where it's see it and then make a judgment. Don't listen to critics. Oh, yeah. Because I think there will be a lot of critics who feel the same way. Who who are, you know, yes, we knew at some point. Do you need a blanket? I'm okay. You're so full of shit. I'm Do good. you want a blanket? Uh, can you please keep recording? Okay. Don't give our listeners <laughs> shit to listen to. We always do. Um, you you kind of had to figure at some point we would hear her story. Her story is, is a good one. and It's so sad, though. The ending of it is very sad, yes. But um, I mean, like, look at Evita. Yes. Like, no one hated that. Nobody Being hated that. On the well, that stage. wasn't that. And is it just people are looking for a reason to bitch? I think so. And consistently, it, yeah. it's you know, part of me wonders: was this a British person who now lives in America that reviewed this and is like, we shouldn't tell this story? Like, that's my question because, I mean, and it, it goes along the lines right now where everybody's caring about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle leaving the royal family and moving to Canada and all this stuff. I'm sorry. I haven't cared about the royal family since 1776, guys. Let's get over this. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible musical reference. Like, no. God, I think it was awful. <laughs> no. Terrible show. This will be one that I will listen to the cast album of and make my judgments. Okay. Should it be a musical type of deal. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I just saw what you were talking about. What, Diana? No, the next one. Mrs. Doubtfire? That's I just saw that while you're talking. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> it's chuckle. Yes, the next one to open is Mrs. Doubtfire in April at the Stephen Sondheim Theater. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire is currently <laughs> currently playing. Sorry, I'm just imagining Mrs. Doubtfire singing her songs. With, um, the the with tagline the pie on her face. The tagline right. on the poster is "It's a musical now, puppets." <laughs> Amazing. And then I think the Broadway poster says coming to Broadway, dearie. Like but anyways, it opens in April at the Stephen Sondheim. It's currently playing Seattle's Fifth Avenue Theater, where it has extended at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, it may have closed already. Um, but anyways, uh, really decent reviews from out there. Um, I don't think I read anything negative about it, except maybe some song placement and things like that. Yeah. But... Um, I'm excited. Rob McClure, um, who played, um, shit, <laughs> shit, in Beetlejuice, he was the um, uh, Alec Baldwin. Oh, the dad. The dad. The the not not uh, Lydia's dad. No, the other dad. But the the ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, played him. He was in um, something rotten. Mm-hmm. Took over for yeah. Um, yeah, Brian yeah, yeah. Darcy James. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. What. Never mind. What? What? <laughs> Fuck. You can't make that face and then just be like, never mind. It is. I never realized that Alec Baldwin was in Beetlejuice until just now. <laughs> <laughs> he was very young. He was very back young. Back then. And it's been a very long time since I've seen that movie. That was really So funny. we've got another revival opening in April at Studio 54. It's Carolina Change. I know nothing about this show. I don't either. And I didn't even look it up because as a self-professed theater nerd, I should know things about it because it did win some Tony Awards in its original run. I just don't know anything about it. Um, 
I haven't listened to the original cast album or anything, so I can't really say anything about yeah. it. But that's that's there are three revivals opening this season: West Side Story Company and Carolina Change. So yeah. we know what's going to be nominated for yeah. Best Revival. Please explain this next one. <sighs> Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? Is that what that is? Yeah. Because you just wrote Who's Afraid, and I'm like of the dot, dark. Dot 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 dot. My first response <laughs> was of the dark. Um, I did put put. I, I, I did put. I did put three straight <laughs> shows <laughs> on these. <laughs> I put three straight shows on here because they are bigger shows yes. and they have um, Lori Metcalf, who was in Misery and Hillary and Clinton, um, mm. is playing the uh, Elizabeth Taylor part, for those of you who know what I'm talking about. It mm-hmm. opens in April at the Booth Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be followed by Plaza Suite opening in April at the Hudson. Plaza Suite is going to be starring um, real-life married couple Matthew Broderick and Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, and they've announced yeah. a couple other... Aww. <laughs> she goes, eh. No, I think that's cute that it's real-life married couple. I mean, yeah, that's great, but, I mean, Sarah Jessica Parker's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> not my favorite. <laughs> I'm just saying. Really? She was one of the original Annies. Okay, cool. Good for her. Yeah, back when. Wait, what was the one movie that she was in, like, where she wanted to dance? Huh? You, where you she were, wanted to dance? Yes, yeah. She, like, went to, like, a Catholic school, and she had, like, the friend that was, like... Girls just want to have fun? Yes! I love that movie. Whoa! I've been watching Queer Eye for the last Abby's three days. Abby's getting handy. <laughs> um, so the next two musicals, I did not even know were coming to Broadway. Did not know anything about them. I've got little brief synopses of both of them. The first one is Flying Over Sunset, opening in April at the Vivian Beaumont. So Flying Over Sunset is a fictional account of a meeting between Aldous Huxley, Claire Booth Luce, and Cary Grant, who all oh, use... Oh, Cary Grant... Who all used the drug LSD? That oh, that's sounds, gonna be awful. Yeah. Because at that time it was legal. Oh my legal. god, it's gonna be SpongeBob. At that time it was Bad legal. Oh. Um, Tony Yazbek, who was in um, On the Town and one of the Gypsy revivals, and what was he in most recently? Oh, the Harold Prince show mm-hmm. um, is playing Cary Grant. Oh, okay. All um, right. So, and Carmen Cusack from Bright Star is playing Claire. Loose, whatever her name is. Okay. Yeah. So that sounds like uh, a bad acid trip. Yeah. All right, so sounds next. like a bad LSD trip. Next. Sing Street opening in April at the Lyceum. Is this going to be like Avenue Q? Nope. Aw, that makes me sad. Based on the 2016 film, the musical revolves around a boy starting a band to impress a girl in 1980s Ireland. <gasps> Ooh! I see this going along the lines of Once. Yes. I can once. definitely see that. Um, definitely. Which, I like that it takes place in Ireland. Which I could not find a lot about it. I, there was a little tiny blurb at the bottom of the Wikipedia page. Uh-huh. They said, oh, it's coming to Broadway. <laughs> by the oh, way, it's coming to by Broadway. By the way, just side note. I haven't seen casting or anything for Hashtag it side note. <laughs> but then the last one on this list is another straight show. How I Learned to Drive is opening in April at the when Samuel drive, J. Friedman. Sorry. Not Body and Clyde. <laughs> Way to bring back those memories, bitch. Sorry. Damn. <laughs> How Sorry. I Learned Because it was about this time that the cast album came out after it closed. <laughs> Just going to cry a little bit. Anyways. Yep. How I Learned to Drive. Oh, shit. Together, man. Is a really good show. Can I tell you what it's about right this second? <laughs> yes. Nope. Because oh. <laughs> I totally just blanked. I'm like sitting here like, oh, and who's going to be in it? Uh, not, can't even remember. I guarantee we're going to get farther down into this podcast. You're like, oh shit. Oh shit, yeah, yeah. Um, Holy shit balls, Batgirl. The guy who's going to be in it, I can see his face. I just don't know his name. And I don't know what he's from. 
Like, I, I can see him, but I can't. Is he in another, sh- like, Broadway show? No, or no, movies TV? and TV. Okay. Movies and TV. Okay. Anyways, so that's that's what's coming soon. That's everything that has been announced opening this season thus far. Okay. 2020 um, to 2021 season. Yes. So. No, fuck this first one. Fuck it. Fuck this first one. It's announced a Broadway fuck, 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 fuck opening date and theater. I don't give a shit. Once Upon a One More Time. Blech. That's a terrible title. Opening July 30th at the Marquee Theater. There are better ways. Yes. Like, no, that, there, you know you know what the better ways are? Never too fucking naked. You don't get out of my head, because I was going there. <laughs> if you don't know and you can't tell from the title, it's set to the music of Britney Spears. I want to know what, what the fuck. What's the plot? Okay, so what's it revolves around some fairy tale princesses. I'm sorry. What? And a villain... Bringing them this book of how the fairy tale should have been, or something like that. Set to Britney. Set Spears. to Britney Spears music. Oops, I'm so lucky. I'm a star. Whatever. If you hand uh, Snow White an apple to the song Toxic, I will <laughs> shit my pants. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That would be really funny. So maybe so, it's gonna be super funny, like making fun of the Britney Spears. Maybe. Like, hopefully. If we're so lucky. in planning a trip to Chicago to see we're something so new. <laughs> To see something new before it goes to Broadway. Not this was one of the options, to. and Kat was like, no, not No, happening. not a fucking Not going to happen. He was texting me about this earlier, and yeah. I was like, you really do have a dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Between the two, I was like, I don't know. So I, w- I will make it a point once it opens in Chicago to read at least one review and let you all know what people are thinking of it. <laughs> Because I have... It's either good... It's going to go one of two ways. Either people are going to agree with me and Kat, or people are going to be so, like, over-the-moon nostalgia-wise that yeah. they're just going to fall in love with yes. it. And I'm going to cry a little bit inside. Yeah. So the next one coming in the next season is MJ. Is that Michael Jordan? Michael Jackson. Aw, oh, damn. Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just no. Just no. You cracked your crotch. Opening in August at the Neil Simon. This is opening cold. It canceled its out-of-town tryouts. Did it Both really? of them, yes. Why? Yeah. They think they're that good? Uh, they knew it needed major rewrites, so they wanted to focus on it, and they're just going to open cold. That sounds like a mistake. Yep, sure does. Sorry. And then following that will be The, the Music, Music Man. Man with Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster opening. Hugh Jackman. Sorry. Opening October 15th at the Winter Garden Theater. Okay, I know you're really upset about the whole Beetlejuice thing, but... The Music Man is like one of my favorite classics. I know it is. So I'm very excited for this. I'm also excited because one Sutton Foster. Oh uh, yeah. And two Sutton Foster. Uh huh. And, and three. three Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right there. I, Ow. I, I get it. I, so I understand like theater, the theater stuff aside. Yes. I'm very excited about. So it. here's what needs to very. happen after this revival dies. After this revival dies... It probably dies, won't be that long of a run because yeah. of Hugh Jackman and Sutton Well, Foster. I think I, if they go along the lines of, of Hello, Dolly, mm-hmm. they'll try to keep filling in big stars. Oh, yeah. I think that's what's going to end up happening with this. But what should happen after it dies and Hugh Jackman decides to leave and everybody's like, we're not seeing it anymore. Who the fuck is Craig Bierko? Uh, we don't want to see him. He was in the last revival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> NBC has the rights to this. Do the live television musical of The Music Man with Hugh Jackman and, sorry, Sutton Foster, but Laura Osnes needs to take over for yes! that Yes! 
I love oh, you, Sutton Foster, but I don't think TV oh, Land will let you I out of your contract. Her. I love her. <laughs> Uh, so following the music man. No. Why is this a thing? Is 1776. Why? Why is that a thing? There's no reason for There that are to two ways this is going to go. It should have died. Not, is, not, it, not, is, listen, it, is it going to go like the way It's going to be a true revival. No. Or it's going not. to be this all-female revival that they have been toying with and tweaking. And they've done it somewhere, and it worked really well for them. Do they fix the fact that there's like two forty five minutes in it? with no music? No, they haven't fixed anything. Okay, of that. then I don't care. It's boring as shit. Yeah, but that's coming in spring of twenty one. They have not announced a specific date or casting or anything um, at the American Airlines Theater, which I don't know what's there right now. I can't remember. Anyways, but the other two we're so well prepared for yeah. this. <laughs> no, I did the research. You just can't remember right now. I can't remember who. I didn't look who was at the American Airlines oh, right now. Okay. Um, the other two that have been announced for that season is. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, which is a straight show, yeah, um, which a lot of people know, and then the Who's Tommy, which they announced last. They announced it a while ago, didn't they? I think they announced it right after the Tony Awards, and I haven't heard anything of it, but it is still apparently coming. Okay. So moving on from there, we've got some shows that are in development, and we have talked about this before. We haven't published right us talking about it before, so some of these I left on here. But I mean, okay. they're going to disappear um, next time. Let me get ready because you know yes. I got comments. Yes. Next year when we do this and talk about the next season, this, this will all get changed because there are a lot of these that I'm not even going to bring up because nothing has happened with them. Yeah. Okay. In, in many, many years. Yes. So the first one on the list is 13 going on 30. Nope. The Jennifer Garner movie. <laughs> um, the second one is 17 again, the Zac Efron movie, which you and I think could make a good movie. It musical. could work. It could make a good musical. It could work. Only if they get Zac Efron. <laughs> <laughs> he is too old now. He's too old. So apparently somebody has taken the Archie comics and is trying to make a musical a la Annie. No, because they already have Riverdale. Yeah. So people are going to be expecting Riverdale. And I think that's what and happened Riverdale's was, not going to translate well on a stage. Because this is a recent addition to this list. I think what happened was Riverdale came out, Riverdale exploded. And whoever had this idea was like, I'm finally going to do this because now is the time. No, because they're going to be expecting Riverdale. They're yeah. not going to expect Archie slash Annie. And if you want musical numbers on Riverdale, they do musical episodes now. They they did Carrie the musical and they did um, Heather's. Well, yeah, because what's his face can sing. Yeah. Um, well. So the next one on the list is Beaches, <gasps> oh. which had a premiere. I don't remember where. But it was in Chicago. That movie's so sad. I do love that movie. I've never I, seen it. <gasps> Was so, you have no soul. No I shit. was so, so, so excited when they announced this. And then it just disappeared after it had, it had its premiere. I know. Just disappeared. So the next would be a revival if they ever got it off the ground. This has been in talks since like 2010. Yeah, it's been a long time. The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Which is hilarious. Which there are some really big stars that would do so well as oh, Miss Mona. Yes. And Sheriff, yes. Sheriff Ed Earl Dobb. Yep, yep. Um, it just, somebody just needs to find the funding for it and yep. make it happen. Because this show's funny. It's hilarious. It's so funny. And the stage show is different from the movie. If you're thinking about the movie and you're like, oh yeah, this would be great. No, it's different. Yeah, it's different. Um, it's still hilarious, but it's got some really touching moments. And there are a lot of young ingenues on Broadway right now yeah. that could take on that role. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So the next one is The Bodyguard. Eh. Which did a national tour. Okay. 
And I'm just, I'm I never just, heard anything of it after the national I tour. I don't have any sort of nothing for it. Well, see, here's I, the thing. The Whitney Houston version of I Will Always Love You comes from The Bodyguard. Yes, it does. The original Dolly Parton version doesn't come from Best Little Whorehouse, but it was in Best Little Whorehouse. Yes. So, and it's in the stage show of Best Little Whorehouse. So, that would be interesting if both those shows made it to Broadway at the same time. <laughs> We'd have the Whitney Houston version of the I Will Always Love You and the Dolly Parton version on stage at the same time. Yes, it would. I just don't, I'm, no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, Bombshell is next. Okay. Um, which is the Marilyn Monroe musical from Smash. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and even the writers of that have said that the way they wrote it for the show, no person could play Marilyn Monroe in that because they spend so much time on stage and singing. Yeah. That they would wear out by the end of Act One. Yeah. So I know I, they yeah, were. I, I know they were looking at tweaking it. Yeah. And seeing if they could bring it to Broadway, mm-hmm. because Marilyn has been on Broadway before. Yes. In Marilyn. Um, What's the one that, starring Mrs. Face? Darbus from High School Musical, Allison Reed? Yeah, get it, get it, get it, get it. It did not last. No, it did not. <laughs> so the next one has just been announced and is going to be playing Seattle's Fifth Avenue Theater here shortly. Okay, Broadway Vacation. That sounds like fun. The Griswolds are coming to Broadway. Yay! Not really. No, it's gonna be like uh, it's gonna be like Groundhog Day. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's totally my feeling on that one. It's gonna be just it's like Groundhog Day. Go, the route of Groundhog Day. Yep. And not Beetlejuice and not no, it's Mrs. Doubtfire. It's going to be Groundhog Day. Yeah. Um, so the next two have not heard anything of since they were originally announced within the last five years. Bull Can't Durham and Camp David. Sorry. Um, Bull Durham is baseball. Camp David is, I'm assuming, about the president. Yeah. Um, don't know. Meh. Not sure. Don't care because these are going off yep. the list. The next one is Chasing Rainbows, which just had a very successful run at... Paper Mill Playhouse. Okay. It's about the early years of Judy Garland's life. Um, uh-huh. Her started in GM and yep, all that. Yep, 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 um, With Ruby Rakos as Judy Garland, and uh-huh. she was phenomenal in every video I saw. Yep. And it better come to Broadway, because I want to see it. You okay? Uh-huh. You sure? Yep. Don't vomit on me, please. <laughs> <laughs> no vomit. Uh, so the next one is another um, would-be revival. This was originally going to come to the Broadway with Jake Gyllenhaal uh-huh. as Joe Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn Yankees yep. is the show. Um, it never happened. Not, no. It never happened. Then there was talk about a movie version of it. <coughs> it never happened. No. Nope. What did they just announce that he's going to make a film of? Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. I don't think I have it written down, but yeah. <coughs> um, so next on the list is The Devil Wears Prada, which no. is... Sorry. Premiering <laughs> in Chicago this uh, summer. I'm sorry. I know I'm like one of the few people that are going to say this, but I hated that movie. I was so bored. Oh, Cat Night? What? I was so bored. What? I hated that movie so much. I hate you. You have no soul. No shit. So Cat you haven't even seen Beaches. Cat and I are probably going to go see it this summer, and we will review it after we see you it. You guys have fun with Beth that. Beth Level is playing the Miranda Priestly part, and I'm so excited. I... I promise you it's going to be one of those things where, like, if it becomes a thing down the line and they do, like, one of the live musicals, you're going to fucking make me watch it. And I'm going to come to you and be like, I just wasted two and a half hours (laughs) of my life just, like, fucking Christmas story. True story. So the next one on the list is Diner. This is Cheryl Cheryl Crow's musical set in a diner (laughs) that had had some readings back in the early aughts. Mm -hmm. The early aughts. Has not. Nope. Done anything Not since. at all. 
has not. And every time I look at this list, I'm like, just take it off of there. Nothing is happening. Next up is another would-be revival. It is the London transfer of Dreamgirls with Amber Riley from Glee. Oh, but I love it. It never happened. I know, but I love Dreamgirls. I know. And it makes me sad. They kept saying it was going to happen. Yeah. They kept saying they were bringing it, and they never did. I know. It makes me sad because I really like Dreamgirls. Yep. Next on the list is the Flamingo Kid. What is that? Um, it's an old Matt Dillon movie. Really? Yeah. Um, a Flamingo Kid. Not Matt Damon, Matt Dillon. You said Matt Dillon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Leslie Margarita. Queen Leslie. Um, oh, well, that name works perfectly with the title. Was in right. the the premiere of it wherever it premiered. Uh, Don't paper. look at me. Why are you looking I wanna at me? Say like it was I have it paper written mill. on my face. I want to say it was paper mill. Is it tattooed mill. on my forehead? Yes, right there. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and then one that doesn't need a revival anytime soon because no. it had like three in a row. Yeah. Is Gypsy. Gypsy. And yes, there's a DVD version with Imelda Stoughton from London. Watch it. She's phenomenal. She does things with the character that you've not seen before, and you will love it, love it, love it. Truth. But it doesn't need to come to Broadway anytime soon. No. And it hasn't, and she's now got, like, three projects in London going right now. Yeah. So, um, the next three all have had performances. (laughs) Halftime was about a bunch of old people who, I think create a dance team for a basketball team. Okay, I have to tell you, that sounds hilarious. <laughs> I know. That sounds and, fucking hilarious. And Georgia... I can see Melvin right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> walk... By the time he gets to the middle to do this, the performance, it's over. <laughs> and Georgia... And then everyone's getting up ready to leave, and he just starts breakdancing in the middle of the floor. <laughs> Georgia Engel, the origi- original Mrs. Tottendale, yeah, yeah. and um, Elka's friend from Hot in Cleveland. Okay. The steepit one. She was in it, uh-huh. and she recently passed away. Oh. It has not done anything. I think it played Chicago and Paper Mill. Uh-huh. It used to be called Gotta Dance. Yeah. Which is why I think it was a dance team <laughs> that they <laughs> created. Um, it hasn't done anything since. Mm-hmm. There is... They have recorded a cast album. It just has not been released yet. Right. So, hopefully that happens soon. Yeah, And yeah. then at Shakespeare in the Park this summer... <laughs> they brought us Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. Disney's Hercules. Different one, sorry. I'm so... At Shakespeare in the Park? Yeah. Well, at, that, at the theater out there. Huh. Yeah. Um, no plans to bring it to Broadway anytime soon. I know, but I'm so I'm just excited that it's out there. Mm. Like, even if it doesn't make it to Broadway, which I would be super sad if it didn't, because all the other fucking Disney ones yeah. went there. It did really well. It had great reviews. I'm, I'm so excited, because I feel like Hercules is one of the more underrated Disney films. Yeah. You it's know, one of my favorite anime I, Disney films. I love Hercules. But like I said, I feel like it's... Bless my soul, Hercules. I'm not even roll. kidding you. I sent Kat a Hercules meme today <laughs> at work. Um, I'm, I would I love to said, see it. I think it said that's the gospel truth because she said something. <laughs> I wanted to be like, truth! Um, <laughs> Krista Rodriguez, who played Wednesday Adams yes. on Broadway. Oh, played, I love her. Played Meg. Oh, perfect. Um, it would be they, really cool if they got Meg to play Meg. Right? But she's too Susan old. Susan Egan? But yeah, she's, she's too old. She's too, too, old. Old. too old now. Um, and then I I believe, don't don't take me to the bank on this one, guys. I believe Jelani Alani, oh. Jelani something, who originated the role of Kristoff in Frozen on Broadway, played ah, mm-hmm. Hercules. Oh, um, I would okay. I would be very interested to see this one come to Broadway or come to regional. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, the route they're going to end up going. Yeah. And then the next one is The Honeymooners, which, play, which played... Paper Mill two years ago with Laura Bell Bundy. Wasn't it already a show? The Honeymooners? A TV show. 
I thought they had done something else with it. Uh, oh. Honeymoon in Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honeymoon okay. in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one made it to Broadway. Yeah, that one did. For a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, what I'm thinking of. So, the next one I know nothing about, and I didn't even look it up because it's Josephine? been on this list for a while. Josephine. I think it's about Josephine Baker. I'm not oh, sure. Okay. Um, and then Magic Mike. <laughs> which also canceled its out-of-town tryout. I'm sorry. It's... It's just going to be a strip show. Yes. If you go on to Broadway.com and like, the list guys, of... Guys, I'll save you some money. Don't see Magic Mike. Just go to a strip club. Yes. Like, honestly, just save your money. might not save you money, <laughs> depending well, on how good looking the guys are. Truth. But, that, yeah. but that's up to your own discretion at that point and what kind of fun times you want later. So it canceled out. It canceled its out-of-town tryout. And if you go to Broadway.com and its list of shows that mm-hmm. are currently mm-hmm. on Broadway or coming to Broadway, right. Magic Mike is listed. So I did not click on it to see if it had a tentative date or anything like that, but I feel like... I don't have very high hopes of that show. No, neither do I. Uh, Next is Marie Still Dancing Still. Marie Dancing Still. Don't know anything about it. Okay, Um, It's a recent addition to this list. Okay. And then they've just announced that Fran Drescher... I know! I'm so excited! And Rachel Bloom of Crazy (laughs) Ex-Girlfriend are collaborating and writing The Nanny. I'm so excited! As a musical. Oh my god, that opening number has to be one of the songs. <laughs> she was working in a bridal shop at Flushing Queens until the boyfriend kicked her out in one of those crushing scenes. scenes. You know who sings that? Who? Um, the sister of the girl who sang for Anastasia in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So, I'm not even kidding you. I'm so excited about that. We're definitely going to keep you all up to date on that one as things come. Because think of all the amazing theater references they can I make in it. I know. I'm so pumped. I know. And this would be a point in time when it comes to Broadway, I would be okay with a short-lived Cats revival just for the references that would happen. Oh my God, it'd be fabulous. <laughs> oh my God, it'd be so good. So another one that's been on the list for, the while, for a while is The Preacher's Wife, which is which was written by Titus Burgess, uh-huh. yep. the original Sebastian yep. from Little Mermaid. Um, another revival is The Secret Garden. I'm going to go snore now. Yeah. It's a beautiful show, but it's a one-time only show. <laughs> If you're a fan of Secret Garden and you can sit through it multiple times. Good for you. I drama. can't. I fall asleep. No. I it's can't. a very beautiful show. I saw it at Shelby County. I fall asleep. Years ago. And it was it's gorgeous. I can't. But I can't do I can't. it again. I can't. Um, so they are rewriting Some Like It Hot as a musical. Um, there was the musical Sugar, which yeah. was Some Like It Hot as a yeah. musical. Mm-hmm. But they're rewriting it and they're going to title it Some Like It's Hot. Some Like It Hot. It's been on the list for a while. Haven't seen anything about it lately, so I don't know what's going to come of it. Uh-huh. So we'll see what happens there. And then the next show on the list is Soul Train, which they have been They've talking been about, about this forever. forever. And I believe there was some sort of workshop of it yeah recently i don't know but i haven't heard anything about it yeah i don't know and so the next one is another london transfer that never made it here it played um london i believe 2011 2012 it's top hat the fred astaire movie mm-hmm. um the cast album is good it, it would i think it would do well because of nostalgia yeah and because of some of the music that's in it would bring back some you know memories for people but i don't know that it would last. I, I think it would be one of those that the spectacle of it would wear off really, really soon and it would end up closing within two months. And then the last one on the list is an untitled Pat Benatar musical. I'm sorry. What? Using her music. I'm sorry. 
What? Yeah, Pat Benatar. I'm confused. Love is the battlefield. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what they're gonna do with that. Nothing has been said of it in a couple of years, so if it's still happening, maybe we'll see something of it in the next year or so. And and but yeah, other other than that, I haven't heard anything of it since it was announced. So we've got a few upcoming movie musicals that are coming uh-huh. out. Some that have been announced uh, with actual dates, and some that have generalized dates. Uh-huh. The first one is in the Heights, coming out in June. Which we've all seen the preview for. We are very excited for it. Abby's texting her boss right now. I'm so listening. She's listening. I'm listening. I'm here. Um, the next Fuck one. You. <laughs> the next one is a film version of a London musical. Everybody's talking about Jamie, which opens in October. And I don't know if it's going to be a wide release or if it's going to be one of those limited releases that you see in like the art house theaters and things like that. Yeah. Um, the next one is West Side Story, um, opening this December. Um, it's going to be the movie musical of the holidays. Okay. Um, from the pictures, it looks like it's going to stay true as best as possible. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens of that as, as the year goes on and trailers start to come out and things like that. Um, the next one is Tick, Tick, Boom, which is Lin-Manuel Miranda. Which I know you're super pumped about. I'm so pumped about it. Netflix has picked it up. They do not have a tentative release date for it yet. But, um, Andrew Garfield, Vanessa Hudgens... And shit, I can't remember who else. Of course you can't. Fuck. It's like the theme of tonight's episode. And I just looked at it, too. Anyways, Andrew Garfield and Vanessa Hudgens are in it. Um, So that'll be coming to Netflix, hopefully sooner rather than later. Oh, fuck. And then the next one is The Prom. Uh, Ah, get on it. uh, Fuck. Fall of 2020. It's supposed to come out September. Mm. Supposed to. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been filming uh-huh. with Nicole Kidman mm-hmm. and James Corden and mm-hmm. Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. Stop. <laughs> I want it now. I know you want it now. I want it now. I want it now. Um, it will be here before you know it. This year is going to fly by. It's already almost the end of January. <sighs> and it's just now winter. I know. Because we're freezing. We're, we're getting through this, guys. Um, Wicked has a release date. Haven't heard any casting. I haven't, haven't heard, heard anything any news about, about it. it. It is supposed to come out December 22nd of 2021. Okay. So they've got more than a year and a half to, to get this done. Yeah, but still we haven't heard anything. But we haven't heard any casting news. I don't we want them to rush it and make it out like cats. Cats. Yeah. Don't cast Kristen Chenoweth and Adina Menzel. I'm sorry they're too old at this point. Yeah. Give us some fresh faces or give us some Broadway names that we're going to recognize. Yep. Okay. Um, so then The Little Mermaid live action, um, which we have some casting of that I can't tell you because I didn't write it down. Um, doesn't have a release date yet. It is currently in the works. I believe it starts shooting soon. Um, and then a live action Hunchback of Notre Dame, which they have not given us any details about at all. And then just announced, just announced was Matilda the Musical. They are finishing up the script. Which they, I know you're super pumped I know. About. I am so excited. It will not ever replace the original movie, but to get the musical version on film will be fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then I know the, you're super... You're going to be so jelly from about that movie, though. I know. Because Cast me as Miss Trunchbull. Exactly. Cast me as Miss Trunchbull. And then the last one on the upcoming list is Merrily We Roll Along, which will be released 20 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so have we talked about this or have you seen? So it's Ben Platt. 
Beanie Feldstein, who's Jonah Hill's sister. And I can't remember the other person because I don't know if they've announced it. And I just didn't pay attention. Maybe they did. But they're filming it in reverse chronological order over the next 20 years because the premise of the show is in or there is that it takes place when they're older uh-huh. to when they're younger. Mm-hmm. And so instead of aging them, instead of casting older people and the younger people, they're just going to film it over the next 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> and give us a true vision of Ben Platt you know, 20 years from now, and then we'll be like, oh, hey, I remember when they announced this film and they started filming it, and that's what he looked like then. I wish y'all could <laughs> see my face right now. My face is saying, the fuck? I think it's an interesting concept. 20 years? If it, if they continue with it, if they follow through with it. They won't. I hope they do. I'm going to be a pessimist. You be a pessimist. I hope they do. But if they don't, it's not going to be a surprise. Um, but it's one of those shows that's not often done. Mm-hmm. And it should be. Because mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So then we have, and we'll just real quick go through this list of the in-development ones. Good, because I can't feel my toes. Of course you can. 13. American uh, Idiot. American Idiot, which I'm excited for. Yes, absolutely. Um, Bear, a pop opera. Uh, which I'm Sorry? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Bear <laughs> as in like bare naked. I don't know if that's what it means. B-A-R-E? I don't remember. Yes, I know. But I, I don't I don't know the premise of the show that well. Okay. Um, Be More Chill. Eh. Which, there has been news about that recently. I don't know. I think it's maybe that they've got a script writer. Okay. Um, Beautiful, the Carol King show, musical. Yeah. If you don't use Jesse Mueller, you're stupid. <laughs> the Color Purple, which Aww. I know is, is actually in development. I don't know yeah. where they're at in that stage. Oh, come from away. Come from away. Yeah. The original Broadway director. <gasps> Dear oh, Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen. Sorry, I just got really excited. Uh, Follies, they just announced. Oh, Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls has been on there for a while. I Originally, know. it was supposed to star Channing Tatum and Joseph Gordon Levitt. No, that, no. Right? That, no. Um, Gypsy, I don't remember who they're getting right at this moment. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Whatever. Jekyll and Hyde. I would love a film version of that. Yeah. That's just, not David Hasselhoff. Yeah, I was going to say, not <laughs> David Hasselhoff. Um, then Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream No. Film, which is supposed to be an animated film. It already is. Well, yeah, but it's not just <laughs> the basic Technicolor Dreamcoat. It's Joseph and the Code of Dreams. It's the same but fucking thing. But it's not the thing. musical. It's, it's not the, the music. It's the same fucking thing. Little Shop's been on this list for a while. Yeah. Uh, Alyssa Stroud-Jones has been on this list for yeah. a while. Memphis. Memphis, I would like to see it. No, absolutely not. Miss Saigon. No. He hasn't done anything with it. Good. He said Let's that keep after, it that way. He said after the success of Les Mis that that was going to be his next one. No, what the fuck did he do? Cats. I'm just saying. Thank God. Uh, please, please do not yeah. do that. Oliver. Uh, but, eh. No, nothing beats Disney's Oliver. I'm sorry. Um, Pippin. I haven't heard anything about that. <laughs> Spam a lot. Spam a lot. Spam a lot, which is, supposed to work and is they in. They don't work. It's in development. I don't know where they're at in the process. They need to get on it, though. Well, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, Spam a lot. The musical would be fabulous. But then it's like. I can just watch Holy Grail. This is true. <laughs> um, South Pacific has been in talks for a while with Michelle Williams. I don't know what's happening there. Yes, it would be nice to have a new film version of it, but maybe just leave well enough alone on yeah. that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Spring Awakening would be interesting. That would be really it would be interesting. interesting. And then they've just announced that Sunset Boulevard with Glenn Close, should be Patty Lapone. Glenn Close. 
starts filming in October. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, and it's a musical that I would love to see. I don't care who plays Norma Desmond. Should be Patty Lapone. Don't care who plays. You're so full of shit. Stop it. You're okay. so full of shit. So, real quick, ABC is bringing us Young Frankenstein, the musical, live. Yay! Yay! But are they going to do it the same way they did Little Mermaid? I hope not. Are they going to show the movie and then just cut in where the songs are supposed to be I <laughs> into hope, the movie? I hope not. I hope not. I hope they, they go full out with this. Yeah. I was in Young Frankenstein. I played Igor. And it's a phenomenal musical for those people who want to relive the original movie. Mm-hmm. And the songs are well done. I mean, yes. it's Mel Brooks. You can't go wrong. I know. So do it right, ABC. Absolutely. So with that, what are our thoughts on the future of the live TV musicals? I don't know. They've kind of been skirting. Yeah. You know, like, because they're not as popular as they the were last, before. The last full one we had was... Rent. Rent. And it didn't do well because of the fact that it was pre-recorded and people didn't like that. Yeah. And then... The Little Mermaid Live doesn't count. No, it, wasn't it was a, live a concert. Musical. It was a concert. Um, and I think they just pulled that out of their ass. Well, I mean, they had announced it, and then I think a couple months after announcing it said, this is what we're doing with it. Uh-huh. And I think people still were, like, excited about it. No. And I was, then... I was looking forward to... Th- I mean, I liked the new song. Yeah. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Um, but I didn't... I wanted to see it. Yeah. I didn't want to watch... I can watch the movie on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. But after the whole debacle with NBC and Bye Bye Birdie and then Hair... Yes. It's like, what's happening? Like... Well, because they're making... Who's picking the shows? Hair is... No. Okay, like, I... Honestly, like, someone is like, this This looks like a great musical. People talk about it all the time and not reading it or looking into it. There's no research going on. We know people shows. like that. I know. We're speaking from experience. I'm just saying, like, I feel like, especially with hair, it's like, how could you possibly think that show would be good for television? HBO, yes. Yeah, but, like, for NBC? If HBO wanted to pull that one out, yeah. NBC? No. 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 Absolutely not. Like, I feel like there's no real thought. Like, Bye Bye Birdie, they were like, yes, J-Lo, let's go, let's go. Yes. No. Like, that's not how you should do things. Yes, you want big names so people will watch them. Yeah. However. But I I think with Bye Bye Birdie... They have that opportunity to have other big names. Because they just they don't had, want to take it. They had Joe Jonas for Birdie. Yeah. And I think even just him would bring people in to oh, watch absolutely. it. But, and I think at this point, you have the rights to it. You have the rights to Music Man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a matter of making it happen and telling J-Lo to go fuck herself. Yep. Because she strung you along for two and a half years. Yep. Before you finally canned the whole thing. Yep, yep. And then tried to go with hair. Yep. You know, now it's time to tell her goodbye and say, we need to move along Bye-bye, Birdie. <laughs> bye-bye, J-Lo. Bye-bye, Birdie. We need to do this with someone else. We need yes. to find... And there are great musicals out there that would be great yes. for television. Yes. I mean, I mean, Holiday Inn. That would be a great TV musical. That would, that would do so well. It would. And, I mean, White Christmas would even... White Christmas would do well. We, I mean, we talked about this on our episode with Zach. Yeah. You know, which ones we'd like to see. But there are so many out there, and it's just a matter of getting the rights to them and making them happen. Which I understand that can be a struggle. I do. With <clears throat> the revivals coming out and yeah. things like that, I get that. I My issue, and the reason why I think it's not doing as well as it sh- should or could, is poor timing 
and they're not really paying attention. No. They're not doing the research into the shows. They don't. They're not looking into what's going on in the theater community on Broadway with revivals coming out and things like that. So they can get the rights. I feel like they're like, this sounds like a great idea. We'll get the rights. Oh, wait, that's already, the revival's coming out. Well, shit, yeah. we can't do that. Well, let's do this. Oh, no, we can't do that because there's nudity. <laughs> like, and a song that goes, black boys are delicious. Stop it. I mean, it's, but honestly, they would have had yes. to have changed so much of hair to make it work on it would not television. Work. And that's what I'm concerned <clears throat> about. I'm not saying that that is the legitimate reason. I think a lot of it, too, is... The passion and love for theater is slowly dying. Yes. With the movies that are coming out on television and all the streaming services and everything like that. No one sees the need or reason to go see a live performance yeah. anymore. But uh, I, Other I think, than to go see fucking Justin Bieber uh, or some I dumb think, shit. You know, if we could get, you know, there are so many shows out there that would make great live television musicals. Annie, South Pacific. Yes. You know, we had Sound of Music, we had Grease, we had The Wiz. Hairspray. You know, Hairspray. Peter Pan. There are so many other family-friendly ones out there. Oh, absolutely. Doing it the first week of December is a great time to do it. Yeah. You know, it's a great time to say, hey, let's all sit down and watch this together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sometimes that doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, it's the theater nerds who plan are gathering in that one sh- room. We plan <laughs> that shit out. We gather in one room. We've got a notebook to take I notes. I have it and, recording so we can watch it late so my kids can go the fuck to bed. You know, it's it's just a matter of finding the shows that are going to appeal to a broader audience. You know, like with Rent, yeah, they were trying to bring in, you know, our generation and the, you know, Gen Y and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But Rent wasn't part of Gen Y. No. You know, that's our generation. Yeah. That's, that, you're going to yeah. bring in those people. And then... You know, they should have just left well enough alone and and not announced that he broke his leg and that part of it was going to be but pre-recorded. On, but honestly, I feel like if they hadn't said something and it came out that it was, it would have been even a worse backlash. But, I mean, if they would have waited until and done done the, yeah. the curtain speech like they did. Yeah. You know, oh. if they had done it that way. Oh, that was so amazing. Because it was like the morning of, there were people excited to see it. And then it's like, well, it's not it's not live now. I don't I don't want to watch it now. Which is so sad because it was phenomenal. It was. They it rearranged was so the good. songs. It was so good. They did such a good job. Where's with it. my DVD, Fox? <laughs> Where's my DVD? My collection is bare. No, it's not. That's true, because it's also missing a Christmas story. <laughs> I will burn that shit for you. <laughs> But it's there. There are so many out there that you could bring us, and even if it's not in December, even if it's you know, oh, let's do one in May. Let's do one in like the whole thing with like, like they try and plan it so they come out at a certain time of year to get the most viewers. Yeah, and sometimes I feel like that makes no fucking sense because I feel like because they're trying. To fit a show with a certain time of year, with a certain type of audience, they're missing out on a lot of great opportunities. Uh, you know what would be a good one? What? All Shook Up. Oh my god! Yes! It's the music of Elvis. You're going to have more than just Uh, theater people watching this. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. All Shook Up. Are you listening, NBC or ABC or Fox? All Shook Up. Do it. Do it. Do it. And give us credit for our idea. Or cast us. Hey, what's up? (gasps) Um... So it, it's they need to sit down and they need to evaluate and be like, 
is it worth trying this again? Mm-hmm. You know, because they had four solid years. NBC had four solid years. Yeah. That ha- they were successful, while maybe not the viewership they were hoping for. Mm-hmm. You know, at least one of them did. Mm-hmm. At least one of them blew them out of the park. Mm-hmm. The Wiz, I believe. Yeah. Um, it, it's just a matter of saying, okay, well, what about Annie? Mm-hmm. What about All Shook Up? Mm-hmm. What about, uh, and this is just out of my ass, Camelot? No. You know, and Absol- I know, no. I know, no. Or but like Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls. <clears throat> things like that. And the fact that they have the rights, mm-hmm. regardless of whether or not a revival's coming out or a film's coming out, they have the rights mm-hmm. to make it a movie, a TV live musical at some point. Right. Use them. Yeah. Don't let those go to waste. Yeah. At least give us Bye Bye Birdie and the music man before you just kill it. Yeah. You know, that that's all I really could ask for at this point. Yeah. Because it was great that they you were bringing them to us and then it kind of fizzled out because you had some poor choices out there. Yep. Christmas story. <sighs> Cuz even Jesus Christ Superstar did well. It did. It's I I have I've never said like horrible things about Jesus Christ Superstar. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I wasn't like Christmas story where I'm going to pluck my own eyeballs out. <laughs> it, you know, or like how I rag on King Kong or SpongeBob. I I didn't have an issue with it on the way they executed it and the music and how they presented it. Yeah. I just, I don't like the, I've never been a fan of the idea of having religious stories on stage. Yeah. Personally. Okay. So for our last five, five to ten minutes-ish, because we're both freezing, any Broadway musicals you'd like to see adapted into films, whether it be for Netflix or major release? Um, 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 hmm. That maybe aren't on this list, or even if they are. In development? Yeah. Um, I mean, I know you'd love to see Guys and Dolls. But yeah. But I think I'd rather see that one as a live TV You know musical. what I would like to see? I'd like to see Anastasia. Ooh. Because of the new, like how they blended yeah. the two stories. I'd like to see that. Yeah. But would you rather see that as a film or mm-hmm. as a live TV musical? Either. Either. Okay. All right. And I mean, as far as like live TV musicals go, I would love to see Beetlejuice. Ooh, yeah, that'd be good. Because I think they'd be no, able to do okay. so much with it yeah. for a live TV musical. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but at the same time, you know, I don't think a film of it would work. I don't think no, the spectacle think, would be there. No, I think it would work better as a live performance than yeah. um, a film. Um, um, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, well, we've kind of already seen it. What? Waitress. But, like, for the live... For a live TV musical? Yeah. I think that would be a really good one, too. Yeah. Um, um, they'd have to change some things. Just, just a few... Just, just a, a few, few blocking things. Blocking things. Um, but I'm trying to think of, like, one that I'd like to see as, like, a film. And it's kind of hard for me to wrap my brain around because Disney's kind of already doing that. Yeah. So, with all theirs. Um, so, one of them, and it's not just because of... Can we get Bonnie and Clyde as a film? That would be amazing. That would be so that good. That would be amazing. Or just filmed live on stage. Either one. Not I, a live TV musical. I still can't get through it without crying. I know. Uh, <clears throat> and it's not because of the recent obsession or anything. No. But I think Tootsie as a film. Ooh, Yes. That would be good. And I know we have the Dustin Hoffman film, but yeah. it's not the musical. No. It's not, you know, brought up to date or anything yeah. like that. I think doing that one and maybe addressing, like, the transgender life. Oh, yeah. You know, within it mm-hmm. and 
all that would be a really good. Uh, you know what? Actually, because I'm, I'm trying to get ideas from like the list you already yeah. have. One I think would be kind of cool uh, for either, but mainly for like a film would be the new version of Oklahoma. That would be. Yeah. I think that would look that would be pretty cool to yeah. watch. Like I said, more so in a film setting than the yeah. live stage. Yeah, because uh, I feel like because they had it like in the round and yeah. like things like that. I think they could get away with a lot more film wise. They wouldn't have as many restrictions. Yeah. Um. um try to think of what else. I mean, and it's not because of that obsession either, mm-hmm. but the share show. See, you as a I, film? As a film. Okay. Because I think with that... The past life thing would make more sense. It would make more sense. Yeah. And I think, one, you could get Cher to be in it. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. It, it would be one of those things where it's, you know, the the different shares would make sense. Mm-hmm. And you'd be able to really, really tell that story. Yeah. Because it's, you know, from what I understand, it was phenomenal. And it really brought her to light for some people. Spelling bee. Ooh, as a... Uh, Either. I don't know about a, as a film. See, I think it would translate better for, like, the live one. But I think in a film... Because I think, I think you for... You could get away with, like, expanding the location a little bit more. Yeah. Like, seeing more of the school and, like, yeah. things like that. Of Mitch Mahoney escorting him out oh. and things. I think for... And actually have someone in the yellow sweater. Yeah. I think for the live TV musical version, if they were to go that route, it would be really interesting to see if they could get some big names mm-hmm. for the plants. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, which you, you couldn't really do that whole aspect of the show, yeah. pulling them from the audience. Yeah. But having them in, you know, having the kids all come out and then say, and then we've got a few more, you know, da 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 you know, Ben Platt, blah, blah, you know. Ugh. I, no, I Ben Platt even... needs to be in the cast. He doesn't need to be a plant. He needs to be in the cast. As Chip Tolentino? No. No? I don't want him to be Chip Tolentino. I want him to be the weird one. Oh, Coney? My Leaf? magic... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coney Leaf, Leaf Coney Bear yeah, with the Leaf puppets? Coney yeah, with the puppets. Yeah. Or Magic Foot. No, that needs to be a chubby guy. Okay, that's fair. That needs to be that's a chubby fair. guy. Um, that one, I think, would work better as a live musical. Yeah. Um... Trying to think. What about Wedding Singer? As a film. I can see that. I I don't think it, well, obviously would not work as a live musical because of some language things. Yes. I think it would work well as a film. Only Uh, if Flora Benanti comes back. Oh, God. (laughs) And Stephen Lynch. And Stephen Lynch. They They would both have to do it. They both have to come back. They both have to do it. Um. Um, I'm, trying to, think I'm of, trying to think what else we obsess over and sing all the time. I mean, there's a lot. It's kind of hard to just, like, pull stuff out of thin air. Yeah. Ooh! Bandstand? Ooh. For, either. For either, yes. Either, yeah. For either. Um, We've kind of already seen the live version. Yeah, but I, I think doing it but on a, a soundstage would be different. Yeah. I think them being, I don't want to say constricted, but I think that would add a different aspect to yeah. it. Um, but as a film, totally. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, she loves me as a film. Ugh. And I know, I know we have the shop around the corner and you've got mail and, um, No, no, you need, like, she In the good need, old summertime. You need she loves me. Yeah. Because that whole cafe scene would be fabulous. Yes. There, she loved her Gatorade. I'll take that. Don't worry. The, um, I think what would, 
would really appeal on that one is that you have the other three film versions yeah. of that story. Mm-hmm. I think filming the other one mm-hmm. only if Zachary Levi's in it. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> God, yes. Please. And Laura Benanti. I mean, as much as I love Laura Benanti in that role, like there are her. a lot of other I know, Sopranos I that I think would do phenomenally. Um, Oh, I just have one and I lost it. It's gone. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Where'd it go? I'm waiting for Kinky Boots. I know it's going to happen at some point. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know what I want to see? What do you want to see? The Drowsy Chaperone. You know, and that was in talks for a long time. I think either. For with, either, really. With uh, Jeffrey Rush. Because I feel like, for like film-wise, I see it very stylized in the, the way like Clue was done. Yeah. I think it would play very, very well yeah. that way in a film setting. I Yeah, Drowsy Chaperone. Be, it is one of my favorite musicals, you know, and I think it would do really well as a film, but I think it would be better as a stage, as mm-hmm. a live musical. Yeah. Just because of the... Turning of the apartment. Turning of the apartment and things like yeah. that. I don't think that would Translated translate as well. well in film. Mm-hmm. Because it would just feel like these are flashbacks, mm-hmm. you Which, know. Yeah, I can see that. But having the actual apartment yeah. transfer and everything. So, yeah. yeah, that that is it. We can't feel our toes. I can't feel my body. If you guys have any <laughs> ideas, comment. Yes, please comment. Let us sure. know what you want to see as films or as live TV musicals. Um, but please, please be nice to each other. Don't fight. Don't fight. Because please I will tell fight. you, we have a radio show here that does Facebook Fight Theater, and I will totally send it in. Totally. And in case y'all haven't grasped, Kat did leave <coughs> at one point back when we were talking about in-development shows. Um, so, with all that being said, I'm Andrew. I'm fucking cold. Still Abby. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye.